Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome to the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after 8 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB, except on Mondays when we're only on from 7 to 8 p.m. because of Georgia Bulldog Hotline. The gang is all here tonight, Longoria, stoic as ever. On the other side of the takeout window, your calls screened tonight by Low T. Chuck. Low T. Quick recap of the weekend. Um, Longoria was kind enough to invite me over to a Super Bowl soiree yesterday, but unfortunately um, I was lazy and I wanted to go to bed early. I didn't wind up going into bed early, but I just stayed at home and watched the uh, watched the game with Bosco. So I apologize, Longoria, but thank you for the uh, invite. He's he's really busy in there. Yeah, he is. Are you busy, Chuck? No. Can you talk to me? Yeah. What do you Hi. got? Hi, buddy. <laughs> How was your weekend? How's the Super Bowl? Uh. It- Constantly interrupted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. by the baby. Yes. Did you guys just stay home? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Did your sister-in-law yeah. go over? No, no, because no, uh, my puppy right, had to have then. surgery and. Oh so. wow, really? Yeah, I told you that. No, you didn't. Yeah. Tell me. He had a little. Uh, he had a little butt oh. cancer. We had to. T- had to you take said him your out. baby. No, my puppy. Puppy. Gotcha. Yeah, yes. Puppy no, you did tell me about so that. So I was taking care of too many things. Too many. Too many things to take care of in my house now. Between the dog an and adult, the baby, dude. and you're an adult, making sure my wife doesn't have a meltdown, and all that stone in the house, got to keep it. Uh, I got to keep the stone clean, keep it tip top shape. I got to keep it, yeah. So no, it, uh, we stayed home, but yeah, I, I I hit the pause button on the game numerous times. Yeah, but it was good. I'm just, it was a really good game. It was an I didn't game. I didn't plan on watching it, watching the whole thing. I was like, I'll be in bed by eight. I, I stayed up to the whole thing. I was, yeah, I was, it was a great game. It really was, and yeah. I'm very happy that uh, New England lost. I'm a Giants fan, so I don't like Philly, but that's how much I dislike New England. Really? That I was rooting for I Philly. I really wanted them to win. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. No, no, no. Yeah. I really wanted the Patriots to win. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, but here, no, here's why. It's not because I like them. Yeah. But what I think is a team that dominant for this amount of time, you are witnessing history in absolutely. real time. And so there's part of me that, like, even though I dislike them, like, I want to be able to be like, you don't understand. It's, I was alive when they did this. It's funny you said that because the whole night I'm rooting against the Patriots. Like, I hate the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I mean, I respect them, but I hate yeah. them. And then on that last Hail Mary, part of me was like, I kind of hope Gronk catches this Yeah, <laughs> we go to overtime. Like, yeah, how weird is that? So I totally understand your yeah. perspective. We're looking at, um, you know, what, what baseball fans saw with the Yankees in yes, the 60s. Yes, exactly. And, and you don't see that very often. Like, you, you're never going to have the Celtics domination. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I, I, agree, I, I agree with that. I appreciate when you can look at certain eras of sports and be like, there was one team that for an extended period of time just dominated. That's what you talk about. Yeah. No one's going to talk about this specific Super Bowl exactly. unless the Eagles go on and win three out of four, four which, out of which five. Which won't happen. Right. But it, 
You rarely to, to, see that kind of dominance. I mean, the Mark Aram show has that kind of yes, ratings dominance, obviously. But outside of the Mark Aram show and the Patriots, you just you don't, don't see, see dynasties it. like that no, anymore. Not you at just all. Don't do it. All right. Um, I was going to talk. We will talk about the. Uh, it's movie Monday, so we are going to talk about the Phillies, um, the, the Eagles rather, and the city of Philadelphia movies. But just before the, we came on the air, I learned that uh, John Mahoney has has passed away at the age of seventy seven. You might not know that name, John Mahoney. It's it's kind of a. He was the dad on Frasier. Oh, really? With the little dog. Yeah. Really He's great. In some really good movies. Yes, really great character actor. One of my favorite movies uh, he was in was um, She's the One. It was Ed Burns did a series of um, independent films back in the day, and that was one of them. And he played uh, Ed Burns' dad. He was just a great character. And I'm truly sad that uh, John Mahoney passed away. Um, Longoria, you have some cuts from, uh, of John Mahoney and Frazier for us? Uh, I have some from that movie you asked. Oh, she, all right. This is John Mahoney's, uh, character. Um, uh, she's the one. He's basically, he's, he's the father of these, these two kids, two brothers, and they don't get along, and it's, it's a big backstory. His wife is always going to the church to pray. He owns a boat and goes fishing. He's a great grumpy character. This is, uh, she's the one, John Mahoney. What do you think? Hell, I don't know. Renee called and told me the story. It sure as hell sounds like he could be. He says he isn't, but you kids are also nuts. It wouldn't surprise me. Well, I don't think you have to worry about it, Dad. I mean, if anybody would know, I would. He's not gay. Mickey, the kid wears cologne, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I just love that character. I love... You got another one for that movie? It's a, it's an interesting movie. She's I don't have one. any more from that movie. All but right. some Cameron Diaz was in it. Stuff like and that. I'm reminded from uh, Jamie Bendel from The Punchline. He was also the dad in Say Anything. Which is a great, great movie, and he was a great, he's just a good dad character. Frazier's dad, she's the one dad, and say anything, dad. Let's hear some more uh, of the legendary actor that we lost today at the age of 77, John Mahoney. John? I'll pay for the damn haircut if you stop yakking and just do it. Like, what a great curmudgeon. That's like Chuck. I'm so sick of me hair. Do you think I should catch a cut like Princess died? Ooh, do you think that'd make me cheeks look too fat? There you go. So you got another one? You didn't let me finish. <laughs> you have to be that way, because you're a leader. <laughs> Leadership has its price, and I respect that, and I respect you. <laughs> Does it show? Great, great uh, character actor. He's so funny. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, this is a guy who, who had a long career. Yeah. Um, he was doing movies up until 2015 or TV series up until 2015. He was in Hot in Cleveland, which I didn't, I never saw that. But his acting career started back in 81. Uh, and, and some really, it was in Manhattan Project. I forgot about that. Tin Men. Uh, Moonstruck. Oh, yes. Moonstruck. He, was, he was the teacher in Moonstruck. Yeah. God, that was a good movie. Um, Eight Men Out. He played Kid Gleason. Um, he was 77. Barton Fink, yeah. When he passed away? He seemed like he'd be older. Well, yeah, because I was just thinking he looked like he was 77 on Frasier, yeah, and that exactly. was 20 years ago. Exactly, exactly. Um, that's that's how great a character actor he that's was. That's incredible. The Hudsucker Proxy, I love that movie. The American President, She's the One, which I mentioned, Primal Fear. Ants, he was a voice in Ants. Um yeah, so so great, and, but of course everyone knows him as Frazier. Uh, that series ran eleven years from uh, ninety three to two thousand and four. Um, That's wild. Yeah, rest in peace, uh, 
great actor, John Mahoney. All right, uh, if you want to talk about John Mahoney, please do. Longoria uh, was gracious enough to find those clips last minute because I literally just found out before he came on the air. But here's what I want to talk about celebrating the Philadelphia Eagles victory. Um, I want I want your your favorite underdogs in movie history. It doesn't have to be sports. It can be like uh, say anything. John Cusack's char- uh, character. That's a, a, an extreme underdog. You know, he was kind of the nerdy guy. Didn't have many friends, but he was going after the valedictorian, the beautiful girl. So your favorite movie underdogs. Four Weird f- science. Weird science, absolutely. <laughs> the nerds. Uh, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And we've done this before, but it's been a while. Philadelphia wins the Super Bowl. When I say Philadelphia, Longoria, let's get you involved in the show a little bit here. Okay. Um, what movie do you think of that that is closely tied to the city of Philadelphia? What movie, when you think Philly, you think about this movie? Uh, what's that Tom Hanks movie? The one where he got Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. Was that, that was <laughs> okay, his name, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That comes to what mind. What about you, Long uh, Low T? <laughs> I was gonna say Rocky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I would have said, said Rocky too. Philadelphia is up there, there. for sure. It's the, it is the name of the uh, the of city. The, yeah. Everyone sports statues of fakes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> too funny. Too funny. Um, so so let, you give me a city and you give me a, a a movie that's closely tied to it. Now Atlanta, it's tough. Um, for me, I think Atlanta, I think either Gone with the Wind or Driving Miss Daisy. Those are the two Atlanta movies that I think of when you think of the city of Atlanta. Speaking of Atlanta movies, I watched Baby Driver this weekend. Oh, yeah. Have but, you seen that? No, I've not, but I heard it's really good. It's not really good. It's fun. It's interesting. The coolest part for me is that it's all in Atlanta. Like, everything happens in Atlanta. So it's uh, you hear Kirk Mellish on the radio. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really fun. And all the uh, you know a lot of, all the the chase scenes are in downtown Atlanta. There's some there's some weird inconsistencies. Like they do. There's one chase scene that starts at Perimeter Mall, and then two minutes later they're on Prior Street downtown. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's not how Only this works. Only we would notice. Yeah, that, exactly, though. exactly. But I mean, it was entertaining. It's not a great movie, but it's entertaining. And just for the fact that it's a part of Atlanta, Atlanta plays the major role in it. Um, did Kirk get money out of that, or he just? I don't think so. He just turned on the radio. And you know, I'll ask him in the morning. He was uh, he was too busy today. Today was National Weather Person's Day, so he was you know he couldn't he was bathing himself in champagne and <laughs> okay. We had uh, we had Marcy Williams was peeling him grapes in the morning. I mean, nice. he, yeah, he was. He, Good I, Lord, I, yeah, he was kind of distracted this morning. But I'll ask him tomorrow morning. Um, yeah, you know what? Throw that out there. What do you guys think about Baby Driver? If you saw it. Everyone said it was a great movie. I don't think it was a great movie, but it was entertaining, and it was in Atlanta, it, so I, I enjoyed it. It was good. I was just going to say it was interestingly shot how the music so very closely yeah. tied to how the movie was being told and the action and everything. I, I, to me, that was okay with the gaps and some of the action and the yeah. storytelling, but I, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a neat way to move, shoot what, movie. What's funny about that movie was this is the first time I've seen Kevin Spacey in a movie since all those allegations oh. popped. So that was the first thing. He cops on, on screen. I'm like, oh, Kevin Spacey, you know, like, uh but after a couple minutes, I forgot about it. Yeah. And, he, I mean, he gave it. Oh, you won't p- see him in too many more movies. No, I, mean, so. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he'll be in any more movies. I but I thought it would be a distraction. Yeah. You know, because it was like, oh, wow, Kevin. It, I mean, it was a shock to the system. It was like, oh, Kevin Spacey. Like, my breath was like. Oh. Well, I saw I, um, uh, that movie, Zach and Miri, um, from like 10 years ago. Yeah. Not well, go ahead and finish that title. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Zach, Zach and Miri. And Miri what, what, are they, what did they make? Zach and they, Miri. Go ahead. They made, they made an adult film. Um, <laughs> but, it, you know, it pops up Miramax, <laughs> and it pops up, you know, executive producer Harvey Weinstein. And I like it. I, it 
I had to hit pause and rewind, like, because I, I didn't think I actually saw what I saw. And then I realized, well, of course, he's on, he's executive producer of every Miramax film that was made. But it was just a little jarring now. I never pay any attention to credits. Sure. At all. No. I don't care who these you people are. You have a life. Are. Right. But it just, it like, out of the corner of my eye, I saw it and I was like, ooh, I did. I sort of jumped and I hit pause. I got to tell you a really funny reaction. story. Uh, four, get, the, get the calls lined up because we're going to take them. 404 872 1-800-WSB-TALK. <laughs> I always thought, you know what I'm going to do if I, you know, I used to go out to L.A. a lot to visit my friends. And I was going to look at credits of a movie and find like, like an assistant producer role and be like, you know, if I ever went to a club, I'd be like, oh, I'm this guy. I was the, I was the associate producer yeah. and whatever. I never did that. But as a kid, I'm like, no one will know. Yeah. Like if you call in and, and if you call up a movie studio and be like, yeah, I'm uh, Fred Anderson's nephew. Who's Fred Anderson? Oh, he's the assistant producer of uh, Forrest Gump. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Like, I used to think you could get in a lot of doors just by looking at Hollywood credits. like Just by dropping names. Yeah, be like, oh, my uncle is Fred Anderson. He was the associate director. He was the art director on uh on They La wouldn't Bamba. even let Kevin Hart on the stage last I night. Know, I mean, that was so funny. That was the greatest thing I ever saw. I rewound that and watched it I had 15 times. I've got an update when we come back of uh, Kirk Mellish's uh, pay. Via the Piccadilly text line, I got info on what Kirk Mellish made for Baby Driver. I have giveaways right now. Can we open the, the contest lines as well, Chuck? Yes, we can, Mark. All right. Of course. 404-741-0750. 404-741-0750. Seventh caller gets a family four-pack of tickets to the Big Apple Circus now through February 25th at Verizon Wireless Amphitheater. It's Movie Monday. Your call's next. This is The Mark Aram Show. I think I love you. Rest in peace, John Mahoney. Martin Crane on Frazier, dead today at the age of 77. All right, your call's now. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Eric joins us in Athens. Eric, welcome to the show. Uh, Average Joe's Jim from Dodgeball. <laughs> Very good, underdogs. Absolutely. I agree. Appreciate it, Eric. Thanks. i got to rewatch that. I haven't seen that in a long time. Rob's in Gainesville. Rob, welcome to the program. Man, Eric nailed it right there. That was my answer too. No kidding, for real. <laughs> yeah. I R- Rip Torn in that movie. I love Rip Torn. God bless. I I, I want to dodge a wrench. You can dodge a yeah, ball. Exactly. That dude funniest, is one of the funniest movies of all time. It man. really is. That dude's <laughs> lost his mind. By the way. Oh yeah. He he's lives insane. in Connecticut. He he walked into a bank naked and tried to rob it. Yeah, he's he's crazy. And he didn't get like <laughs> extended nice. jail time. They're like, oh, it's Rip Tour and let him, <laughs> yeah, let just him, let go. him go. By the way, uh, breaking news: Mark Aramshow breaking news on the Piccadilly Hotline from uh, Program Director Pete Spriggs. Um, Kirk, We're all getting raises? No, no. no. <laughs> um, Kirk got Union Scale for that movie performance in Baby Driver, so something like two hundred dollars or something. Mm, but not that's bad. I would need. So I made. Hold on, me. I made more for being on. House Hunters than he made for yes, being on that. Absolutely. That's ridiculous. But, I mean, he literally didn't do anything. They just grabbed some Neither audio from Well, I know. You lifted, you lifted those weird dumbbells. I did. I did lift them. <laughs> I did awkwardly lift some kettlebells. Anna's next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Anna. Preach. Welks, buddy. What's going on? Oh, uh, not much. Best John Mahoney line ever was from the American president, the scene after she goes to the, to the State of the Union. Or to the to the uh, state dinner. Yeah. And he says, "Did you sleep with him?" And she goes, "That's unfair." He goes, "It's incredibly unfair. I didn't hire a pit." He says, "I hired a pit bull, Sydney, not a prom queen." Yes, he was very and good then, in that. As far as for a favorite underdog, 
Kiki from American Sweethearts, played by Julia Roberts. Oh, that that's an underrated movie. You guys seen that? Mm-mm. John Cusack's the lead role. Yes. Um, Catherine Zeta-Jones is the hot, bitchy, Bitch. sis, bitchy <laughs> sister. Julia Roberts is her younger, un- quote, unattractive Isn't sister. Billy Crystal in that? Billy Crystal. Yeah, yeah. that's a really good, good movie. Very good stuff. All right, good call, Anna. That was one of the best calls we've had in a while. Well done. Coming back on this movie Monday, Longoria is playing a movie soundtrack at the end of the show. If you win the prize pack, you'll win Leonard Skinner tickets. Yeah, no big deal. Best underdog movie. Your best underdog in a movie. And give me a city and a movie that are tied together forever. 404-872-0750. On Instagram and Twitter at Mark Aram. It's Movie Monday on The Mark Aram Show. Anderson Cooper, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. It's so good to be born in America Well, me and I breathe It's so good to be born in America All the home of the red, the white, and the blue Welcome back to the show, 7 to 37, 23 in front of 8 o'clock. Mark Aram at your beck and call tonight till 8 p.m. And then tomorrow, I'm in for the conservative Viking, Eric Erickson, from 5 to 7 p.m. But good news after much proding and prodding and uh, bribing, you can now listen to my show 24-7 on the WSB radio app. That only took 15 nice. years. 15 years. I finally got on the app. So good good job, Chuck. Way to make that happen. I did a good job. You're an early running for star of the show. <laughs> um, it's Movie Monday. We are, we are mourning the loss of John Mahoney, 77 years old, best known as uh, the dad in Frasier. I'm so sick of me hair. Do you think I should get it cut like Princess died? Ooh, do you think that'd make me cheeks look too fat? You, so you heard that accent right there? Yeah. According to Mark Overby, our movie insider on Facebook, John Mahoney was British. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. Pull up some interview audio. I don't believe that for he a was, I, I, I verified on IMDb. He moved... Um, to the United States as a teen, I believe. His sister was a war bride. She got married in Illinois, and she brought him over. He got a citizenship in 1959, but he was British. Did he lose his British accent? Because I don't know, but he he didn't have it in other roles. Like let's hear. Well, I mean, like normal Frasier. Let's yeah. hear another clip from Frasier. The TV show Frasier with Kelsey. Graham. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> You have to be that way, because you're a leader. <laughs> Leadership has its price, and That's I respect cheers. that, and I respect you. That's some cheers. He, he played one episode in Yeah. I don't remember that. What was yeah. he on in Cheers? He was, it was just for some random. He wasn't uh, Kelsey Grimm's father. He was just some guy? Yeah, just some random That's dude. That's funny. Um, all right, so rest in peace to John Mahoney. British, how about that? I had no idea. Um, we're talking about Philadelphia Eagles winning the Super Bowl. Your favorite movie, Underdog. doesn't have to be sports-related. It could be anything. Uh, someone said uh, the character in Sideways, the movie Sideways. Um, what's his name? Giamatti, Paul Giamatti in oh, Sideways. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's an underdog. Uh, so your favorite underdog in a movie. And Philadelphia is inextricably tied to two movies, Philadelphia with Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington, and 
Rocky. Give me another city in a movie that it's tied to. 404-872-0750, wsb talk David's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, hey, David. Okay, Mark. What up, buddy? Hello. Hey. How you doing today? Excellent, sir. What's going on? All right. My movie is National Treasure because um, he had to go to Philadelphia at the— uh, Oh, Yeah. Uh, the Liberty Bell and all that stuff. Right. Yes. And he's he's got the bad guys after him. He's got the FBI and <laughs> Nicholas Cage is steady trying to out like them all. You know. That's a, that, that was that. You look at that cast. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I I've seen the movie. I'm not the biggest National Treasure fan, but it's a hell of a cast. You have Nicholas Cage, of course, John Voight, Harvey Keitel, Christopher Plummer, all in uh, starring roles in that movie. That's a hell of a cast. Didn't really love the movie. Thought it could be better. The first one was better than the sequels. The sequels kind of went. Jeff's in Gainesville. Jeff, welcome to Movie Monday on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, guys. Enjoy the show. Thank you, Uh, sir. I've got a city and a movie. You're talking about Atlanta. You can't talk about Atlanta movies without saying Sharky's Machine. Oh, good call. Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Charles Durning. Yeah. Brian Keith. Bernie Casey. What about uh, Smokey and the Bandit? Yep. Oh, Lakewood Fairgrounds. Exactly right. Exactly right. Are those bigger, though, than like Gone with the Wind? I think Gone with the Wind is still... If you ask someone in Whitefish, Montana to name an Atlanta movie, they're going to say Gone with the Wind, I bet. Yeah. I think they'll That's say Smoking the Bandit. <laughs> will. Jeff's like, they're going to say Smoking the Bandit, Maybe. damn it. Damn it, Aram. <laughs> Smoking the Bandit. Uh, Julius is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Julius. Hey, Mark. Appreciate for taking my call. Welks, buddy. Hey, um... Real quick, uh, before I get into the movie, I just want to say that uh, your tribute to Five Dog was stuff of legend. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate oh, that, it, man. It was amazing. Thank you for that. Uh, as far as Underdog and, and, and a movie to check all the boxes, Invincible. It was a movie starring Mark Wahlberg where he plays Vince Papelli, a walk-on for the Philadelphia Eagles. I like that movie. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, great movie. Yeah, Philadelphia, Eagles, Underdog. You nailed it all. There you go. And you paid me a compliment, Julius. That's 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 one of my favorite calls right there. He checked all the boxes and paid me a compliment. I don't think Russ and Gainesville's ever paid me a compliment on the air. I could be wrong. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to What's you. What's going on, Russell? Hey, buddy. I'm supposed to say hi to Lisa. She's my new POS girl. POS? Yeah, plenty of fish. Oh, plenty of POF, not POS. Yeah. That's a whole different thing. All right. Well, hello, hello, Lisa. So you, you did, you're on Plenty of Fish. You didn't check out Elite Singles. I did. I downloaded it. I just can't figure out how to work it yet. I'm still working on it. All right, keep it. Keep well as long as Plenty of Fish is working for you, Russ. Don't don't uh, don't screw up something that's working well for you. Well, can this be any city linked to a movie? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I say Scarface in Miami. Oh, that's a great call. Yeah, you know, I saw something the other day too. They uh, they got run out of Miami actually. They only filmed two weeks there, and they started getting death threats. From so the cartel? Chino, and they went back to California. No kidding. Yeah. I love yeah, that they, movie as a kid. Cuban people down there, they got mad about the movie. Because of the portrayal of, uh, of Cuban Americans? Yeah, something I, like that. And, I really like that movie, but if you rewatch it, it's not a good movie. doesn't It's not. Up. No, not at all. There's a lot of quotable lines, but it's kind of cheesy. I mean, not kind of. It's very cheesy. <laughs> it's. I'm sure at the time it was it was groundbreaking or whatever. And I remember as a kid going, "Oh, this is the baddest movie." It's really not a good movie. It's it's not. <laughs> it's not. 
But Michelle Pfeiffer looked cute. So that it's it's well worth watching again. Russ, good to talk to you, buddy. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Your favorite underdog in a movie. And give me a city and a movie that are tied together forever. Rex joins us next on the program. Hello, Rex. Hey, how you doing? What's going on, buddy? Hey, I, the thing that popped into my head was the uh, underdog thing was also a Nicolas Cage movie, Leaving Las Vegas. Oh, that's a sad movie. Jeez Louise. <laughs> definite underdog yeah no doubt about it that i i don't think i could rewatch that movie i've got to be in a really sad mood to to go through that again that's that's a heartbreaker yeah it's definitely not an uplifting one yeah but that's that's not only an underdog but you think about vegas you know what movies are tied to vegas more than that oceans 11 maybe that might be uh, a vegas movie oh the johnny depp movie whatever that was Loathing. What is oh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. What about the uh, the Bachelor Party movie? Um, yeah. What was the yeah. name? With uh, Bradley Cooper. What was the name of that movie? Hangover. They had like five of them. Yeah. It wasn't called Hangover. The Wolf Hangover. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Vegas movie for sure right there. Uh, let's see. I don't know who's on line eight, so we're going to go to line six. Terry's in Sandy Springs. Terry, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, I hear you're a great booker player, Mark, to start with. I'm decent. I'm decent. <laughs> All right. The underdog is the, co- the basketball team coached by Gene Hackman and Hoosiers. Hoosiers, yes. Absolutely. Big time underdog. And the city is Dirty Harry in San Francisco. Yeah. There's not, I mean, that or um, what was the Gene Hackman San Francisco movie? Um, the F- French Connection. That's another, uh, whatchamacallit. San Francisco movie. They did, uh, I forgot what channel it was on, but they did a Gene Hackman marathon. Oh, really? And so I've got my DVR set up to uh, record any Gene Hackman movies because I love them. And I, I check out my DVR yesterday, and all of a sudden I've got 12 new movies. <laughs> I think it was like A&E or American Movie Club, whatever. They did a Gene Hackman marathon. And I was like, holy smoke. I mean, there were, there were Hackman movies I'd never heard of. I love that dude. He's so good. Who's on line eight, Chuck? I need a name. Paul. Paulie Walnuts, welcome to the program. How are you, Paul? Hey, pretty good, Mark. Long time no talk to. I'm on my way back from Philly to Charlotte. Was up there selling a few souvenirs uh, for the Super Bowl. But uh, I, as far as underdogs go, I don't think the North Vietnamese were aware of what Chuck Norris was capable of. <laughs> but I, I think he went into that whole scene as an underdog. Uh, that's great. Uh, hey, <laughs> let me ask you a question. What was it like being up in Philly? Were you there when they started flipping cars and burning stuff? No, I was I was I was down the road by then. Uh, we got some guys up there that that hung with it, but I got to get home. But uh, I tell you, Philadelphia, I I met so many really really nice people. I mean, I, of course I was in a short suburb, but oh my gosh, I was so impressed with just how nice everybody was. And, really, that's I, that goes against the the common oh, belief. I, I didn't go downtown, you know. Yeah, yeah. In the suburbs, there's some really groovy people, but as far as cities, um. I remember I saw this movie in the in the theater. Uh, Robert Altman's Nashville. I think the country music industry was a little miffed at his spin on the on Nashville and the country music. Industry. Now I'll tell you what, Nashville has turned into a hell of a city. You guys ever been there? You got to take I've your wives up there. there. I'll, let's make it a weekend. Okay, we'll take the ladies up there. You're paying? Yeah, sweet. Great city. Where? Pa- Pam Roberts is paying. Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> I love Nashville. It's such a cool city. That's yeah, a blast. Let's let's do that. Let's take a road trip. We'll hire a little guy. We'll rent a van, like a uh, luxury van. Yes. We'll have little guy drive us up. He'll be our designated driver, Alex Williams. 
We can party in the back, spend the weekend up there. I'm down. You guys down? I'm down. All right. Good barbecue. Yeah. Good blues music. I, I, yeah, Nashville's a really cool city. Uh, Harris is in Johns Creek. Harris, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. How's it going? What's going on, sir? Hey, when it comes to Philadelphia, I know Rocky is the like the, the one that everybody thinks of, but it's got to be, for me, Trading Places is the movie. <laughs> Absolutely. God, that's a great movie, Trading Places. So good. Right? So Merry good. Merry New Year. It's beef jerky time. Um, it's, it's weird, though, that they, they would do that in Philadelphia. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why that that movie should have been made in New York because the whole central theme about the movie was the manipulation of the stock prices of frozen orange juice, right? That was the big thing. <laughs> that was the best. Who even knew that Philadelphia has a stock market? Like nobody. Yeah, do they even? I mean, I don't think so. What, do they just could Chicago. not get? They couldn't get permitted in New York to where the actual stock market is. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> that was weird. I mean, it's a great movie. That's my only thing. Like, why Philadelphia? It's why that, frozen orange juice concentrated? Because it's funny. Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, Longoria's been playing a movie soundtrack throughout the uh, show. If you know what the soundtrack is, call now. We've got Skinner tickets to give away. Yeah, as in Skinner, comma, Leonard. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. It's Movie Monday on The Mark Aram Show. I can tell by your charm and your arm, but I'm looking for the one. How you see? Any movie guesses, Chuck? Soundtrack guesses? No? Maybe? Couldn't be? No movie guesses? Oh, interesting. All right. Real quick, rapid fire. Russ is in Rome. Russ, what do you have? Uh, my underdog movie is Hidalgo. And uh, I like my that movie, movie attached to a city is Fargo. Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah, I love Hidalgo. I thought that was a really good movie. Uh, Hassan's in Atlanta. Hassan, real quick, what do you have, brother? Uh, Brian's song, Chicago Bears, and all the movies in Seattle, Washington. <laughs> All the movies. Uh, Reality Bites. That was a good one. Seattle, Washington, I believe. I'll take that. John Mahoney was in Reality Bites. Gilbert's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Gilbert, what do you have? Uh, Bullet, San Francisco. And both both of these guys play the same uh, character, uh, Earp and, Tooth- and Tombstone. Yeah, excellent. Kurt Russell and uh, Kevin Costner. Uh, very good. Very good. Did not see that coming. Um, Dom DeLuise in Cannonball Run, one of my favorite oh, underdogs, yeah. by the way. Uh, Albert's up next in the Mark Aram Show. Albert, what do you have? Okay, Mark, great show. I've got one you've probably never heard of in Savannah, Georgia. Kevin Spacey, Garden of... Midnight, uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good, good and evil. evil. Love that movie. Great movie. That's a good call the, right there. The book was even better. If you ever get a chance, read the book. I, I will do that. Um, I haven't read that book, oddly enough. I'm a big reader, too. Phillips Indicator. Philip, real quick, what do you have? Uh, how about Mystic Pizza? Mystic Connecticut. Yep, close to where you're from. Not Yeah, that's that's the fancier part of Connecticut, though. I'm from the <laughs> non-fancy part of Connecticut. <laughs> we used to go to Mystic on uh, field trips. The, they had an aquarium there, which I thought was a great aquarium until I saw the Atlanta Aquarium, Georgia Aquarium. Mystic Aquarium is like uh, a, like a little stream in your backyard <laughs> compared, <laughs> compared to the ocean, that is. But good call, Philip. Uh, no one guessed the soundtrack, Longoria. What was the movie soundtrack tonight? Trainwreck with Amy Schumer. Oh. I tried to watch No the, one saw that movie. No, I saw it. It was yeah, all right. Was I tried to watch garbage. the Amy Schumer movie with uh, Goldie Hawn. 
Oh, that hurt. Is that horrible? Yeah. I'm, I love oh, Goldie Hawn. Yes. Yeah, was... I love Goldie Hawn. I mean, Terrible. I'm talking love Longoria. I made it 17 minutes into that movie, and I was like, nope. <laughs> nope. One of the few I mean, movies I fought. I, tur- I fought to stay with that thing. One of the few movies I turned off. Yeah. I, I will I will sit and watch hot, yeah. watch hot garbage. Yeah. I no. couldn't. I love Goldie Hawn, too. But she's got to get paid. All right. Uh, no one gets the soundtrack. Let's give the tickets away via the contest line. All right. Seventh caller. To 404-741-0750 wins a pair of tickets to Leonard Skinner's Last of the Street Survivors Farewell Tour, Saturday, September 1st at Solaris Amphitheater at Lakewood. Seventh caller to 404-741-0750 wins a pair of tickets to Leonard Skinner's Last of the Street Survivors Farewell Tour, Saturday, September 1st at uh, the Amphitheater at Lakewood. Seventh caller. Let's do Star of the Show. Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? I said that uh, Chuck was in early running for Star of the Show, but I was totally lying. What? Uh, yeah, That's no. so disappointing. You didn't do anything. How did you, <laughs> yeah, you didn't sneak do that by me? Longoria did a lot. Longoria. <laughs> and I got your mic fixed. <laughs> oh, who fixed it? What engineer? Um, Tim. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't get it. <laughs> no, no, I understand, but you got it done. <laughs> yeah, you I should have, You should have saved that for tomorrow. I know. You already won tonight. I know. Oh, rookie move. Mm-hmm. All right, you're star of the show. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow we're on 5 to 7 for Erickson. <laughs> we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, and Snapchat for the kids Mark Aram Show. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.